nobody listen to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast. Where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Thanks for joining us today. It's January 24th. And on this episode, we're going to talk about the struggles of staying in shape and the fine intricacies of backdoor cleaning. So here we go. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dumb. Oh, oh, I love it. All right, God, guys. Well, awesome. we, ha- we had some, we had some uh, pointed feedback that we needed better transitions. So nothing screams transitions like cartoon dwarf screaming. Hey! Hey! So so, so you're welcome. Um, yeah. Renee actually thought that was me that we made a recording of me doing that at one point. I, it honestly sounds like you a lot. But how how you doing, man? How was your week? Good, man. Good. How are you doing? Good. We just got back. I took the girls uh, to Winter Park up in the mountains here in Colorado. We went tubing um, in Fraser, Colorado, and it was awesome. It was like they had night tubing. They had lights. They had they were blasting like 80s and 90s, like classic pop music. And uh, Jeez. we were screaming down these hills. The girls were a little intimidated at first, but once we went, once we started going, they were just like, they got in their groove. It was a blast. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that is so different than what we have going on in the weather here in Texas. <laughs> we have, uh, it's been foggy and misty for like the last four days. Like you can't see... 300 meters in front of you and just like 55 like just just crappy weather like you don't really want to go outside but you're bored of sitting inside it's just it's been crap but still had a fun weekend man we went to um crap what did i do saturday we hung out with the kids woke up hung out with the kids did some random stuff around the house and then eventually we got um got ready went and met up with some other friends of ours and they're just a bunch of couples, essentially. He um, he hit a milestone in his work and um, for this last year, which was awesome. So we went and celebrated that, came back, and then today we went to just hung out at the house, got to sleep in. I think we slept in until almost 10, which is extremely nice. rare that we get to do that. And then um, we went, uh, went on a walk, went on a speed walk. I went on a ruck, and the family went with us, the dog, the kids. They rollerbladed while we walked. And so it was a short one, trying to get, get everything back in shape. So just did a four mile on 55 pounds dry. And so it was, it was good. Feet nice, a little sore, but good. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the feedback from some people who have talked to us, they, they had some questions about the nicknames. Um, and so I'll just, I'll just start off. It's not too hard to see where I got Steve-O from uh, Mr. Steven Barber here, but when he got to college, every single person at Oklahoma State, we all just started calling him Steve-O, and that was it. The only person that, like of any of us at college, that called him Steven was either Renee or his parents if they came and visited. So Steve-O was yeah. just um, naturally what we all called him. And uh, I, 
I don't think if I ever called him Steven, it would just feel weird. I'm like, that's, that's just like saved for like family and Renee. Like, I just don't, I don't think I rate to call you that. And I don't think it's, it's just very uncomfortable. The thought of calling you that. Yeah, no, my name has definitely been very like, <clears throat> like depending on what stage of life I've been in. So it was Steven, everybody that knew me from, if you knew me or met me when I was a kid, it was always Steven. My dad was Steve. And then as I got to college, I don't really know who first started calling me Steve-O, but um, that's what everybody that knows me from Oklahoma State, that met me at Oklahoma State, anybody that hung out with me then, including yourself, it's all Steve-O. Like everybody still calls me Steve-O, and that's how I know. Like if I hear someone's call me Steve-O, I don't have to look at them. I know it's probably somebody that I hung out with in college. And then as I've gotten older, especially in work and stuff, people call me Steve by default. That's weird, I don't man. Really, I don't know why, but I'm just, I mean, it doesn't matter. Like I've, I've had people ask me like, well, what do you prefer Steve or Steve-O or Steven or Steve? And I'm like, man, I don't, I mean, it's no big deal, especially to be somewhere. I'm like, I have a name tag. I'm like, well, I mean, it says Steven. So I'm good. And they're like, okay, cool. Nice to meet you, Steve. And then they walk away. (laughs) I'm like, Steve, you should, you should, if you're Steve, you should be driving a minivan. Like, yeah, exactly. Like your, like your dad, Steve driving the minivan. No, no, thank you. So there was there was obviously some questions as I introduced myself as Adam, my yeah God given name as to why this Jagaloo. Yeah, your name's not Adam. Schick. It's Schick. And so, um, you know, I don't give a, I don't I don't care what your mother calls you, but our, your real name is Schick, and that's how you'll always be introduced by me as Schick. So it started from us. It was also again in college. Uh, clearly, we met uh, freshman year, so we started playing intramural sports together. And my actual roommate in college was like potluck roommate, and his name was Adam. So then you lived across the hall from us, <clears throat> and your name was Adam. So we started playing, uh, and we're all extremely competitive people. So, <clears throat> so as we started playing intramural sports, the first sport we played was volleyball. And as the ball is coming up in the air, I remember like one of the few games, like first two or three games we played together. Uh, I would call it out and be like, Adam, that's yours. And y'all would both stop and the ball would hit the ground and we'd lose the point because you didn't know who I was talking Plausible about. Plausible so, deniability, my man. Yeah, I got so damn mad. I was like, ah, we can't do this. <coughs> so, excuse me. So, at the time, I'm like, all right. I remember like, we were walking back to the dorms and I was like, we're gonna, we got to fix this. This is not acceptable. So, y- <laughs> one of you is getting a nickname and – we went through, I don't remember what all we had, but then we thought about calling you Bick because you bicked your head. You, you you shaved your head bald for whatever reason, even though you have an insane amount of hair on your head. So you, you said to time, me, you go, yeah, you're like, you're Bick your head. You're like, what kind of razors do you use? And I was like, Gillette. Or no, no. <laughs> and you were like, oh, okay. I'm going to call you Schick. Yeah. And I'm like, because oh, I remember <laughs> at the time, at the time, Andre Agassi had all these commercials, and I don't know why, but we would always, I always thought they were kind of funny because he'd go, Schick, shave something. And I'm like, that's a really dumb commercial. But he kept saying it, and then I was like, you know what? We're going to call you Schick. You know what? And that's Adam's just a really stuck. dumb like, person, so we're going to go with Schick. Yeah, like I'm tired of losing points because you guys have the same name, so I'm going to call you Schick. And then from then on, it, I just kind of made sure that anyone that called you Adam would be like, no, 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 no. His name is Schick. And you'd be like, my name is Adam. Like there no, were times my name when is Schick. there were times when my parents would come 
on campus for like homecoming or for like tailgating and every single person was just like hey shick shick and my mom like this was before like i never even thought to tell my parents like hey by the way my name <laughs> my name is irrelevant on this campus absolutely what do they keep looking at you calling you this and i'm like oh yeah by the way i i exist as shick on the campus of oklahoma state yeah so it's not that, allowed to be anything else so that is where that came from. Um, I hope that clears it up for anyone who had any questions about that. It is as dumb as you thought it was, and uh, it's not yeah, changing. Probably dumber, ever. actually. You no, know, it's not going to change. And it's not dumb because we immediately started winning more games in volleyball due to this correction. So we were and we became we were intramural champions. Intramural champions, four-on-four four sand volleyball. Is that right? Absolutely. No, you're 100% right. We got t-shirts. Yeah. That was so, all we wanted. All we cared about in college yeah. was getting an intramural championship t-shirt in anything. Flag football did not work out. We got <laughs> rocked. We thought yeah, we were gonna so good. We got rocked. We got destroyed. Uh, I played basketball for like a day on a team, and I was like, never again. These people are so good. I am so white and so bad. And volleyball, you remember just, when that we was got it. You remember when we tried to play doubles tennis and got destroyed <laughs> our first show? <laughs> our first no, no, one. No. We thought we, we were kind of good. We won the first one. We were oh, in like that's the, right. That's we right. Were, yes. We were in like this, the B level. A was like yeah. top level. We were B level. And the first one, we beat them. And we were like, yeah, well, this could be good. And then the next one, like, we couldn't score a point. No, our serves, Our serves were so soft. They were just smashing them. And we were like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> is, I don't feel good about myself. This is embarrassing. But speaking of athletics and speaking of uh, staying in shape and things like that, I want to get into segment number one. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So this first segment, I was thinking about this a lot um, after the holiday season, especially did some traveling. I picked up my daughters from San Diego. We went out to Chicago, hung out with my family for Christmas. Anytime I go home, my mom is just making incredible food. I'm hanging mm -hmm. out with my sisters and my parents and my brother-in-law. And if I'm with my brother-in-law, we're usually probably, you know, drinking a little bit and uh, or a lot of bit. And yeah. It was yeah, I got one of those. Like, yeah, it was just like, man, I came back and I was like, I am maxing the PSI out of all of my clothes right now. <laughs> like, I feel disgusting. <laughs> and, dude, That's never good. No, dude, and it's like every time I just fluctuate, man. It is so hard for me to just stay consistent when it comes to eating clean or working out. I feel like I'm just so feast or famine with this kind of stuff. If I start a program and I feel good about it, I start working out or I'm running or I'm eating clean, I feel like everything is on point. Like I am right. just like I care about every single calorie I put in my body at that point. And then sometimes I feel like I go on like and then I go away for a weekend and I like start I have some like drinks with friends or with my brother-in-law, with my family, or I'm like eating really like, you know, fatty foods. And it's just like, at that point, I'm just like, well, I guess I just don't care anymore. And so at that point, I'm just like, <laughs> forget it. I'm going to put every single thing that looks good into my fat face until I don't know when, until I pop. And that's like, 
dude, that's where I'm at right now. But that's constantly what it happens. Like once a year I get to this point and I'm like, dude, I got to balance this out a little bit. So I get, so when you, I've actually been talking about this with my, um, couple of people that I know, one of them has been my employee and he has, he's never been, um, it's just never been a priority. Right. So like eating healthy, whatever. It's just, he just hasn't really ever cared that much to like really do it. And, and I'm sure I haven't known him forever, but I'm sure, you know, that's probably as he's, there's probably been different like times that he wanted to work out or whatever. And I know he's worked out different times and different things, but he just never got to where it was a habit. Um, so we've been talking about this a lot at work and just different things. So I'm kind of the opposite or I used to be. So I was kind of the asshole that nobody liked where I had, um, really fast metabolism. It, it, I was a little guy. I was a small guy until I got to college and then I gained 30 pounds my freshman year of college. Oh yes, you did. And grew half an inch and I didn't drink. I, I just ate my ass off, um, but I, I still had like six pack at the end of that 30 pounds. Like I still looked good with a shirt off for the most part. Thank God. Cause the Lord did not bless me with a face. That's why we're doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> not, not a, not a show. So we, but I, I, like I always stayed with it. I was pretty consistent. It wasn't until that I got to uh, my business. And so obviously the army, I was, I was fine there, consistent there. Cause you, you don't have a choice. You have to. And then, well, most of the time <laughs> in my yeah, unit, that's, you that's not to. true at all. I've yeah, seen you're some, right. I've seen some fat snowmen oh. in all branches of the military. Oh, and the army's got, I think the cream of the crop on that, that side, because it's so giant and you got some people that, you know, they have like, you literally, you got to think that the army has this, like, they got to have every job a city has. So like, you got some dude who's just like a desk clerk. That's his literal job. Yeah. Like, How are you ever going to tell like care. an admin or dispersing as they're like filling out spreadsheets and figuring out like paychecks, you're going to be like, you need to run faster. You need to yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, your job depends. Oh wait, no, it doesn't. No. You're you like, just are you going to stop yelling at me? Cause I need to answer this email right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I got to sit here for the next 12 hours and process paperwork. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I was always pretty consistent. It was a huge part of, and I'll get in more into why, but um, here in a little bit. But we, yeah, we, I started that business, and that is by far, that is when it finally, for the first time, probably since I was in seventh grade, I fell out of the habit of, like, always working out. Now, I wasn't the healthiest person alive. Like, I did natural bodybuilding. I didn't take steroids or none of that jazz, but, dude. I mean, like, I couldn't, when I was bodybuilding, I couldn't run a mile. Like, I would have, I tried to, I almost died. Like, I felt like I was going to throw up and pass out. And I ran, Dude, like, a our quarter of a mile year, right before the Army. Our, our, like, what we would do before an Oklahoma State game was we would order a large Papa John's pizza per person with, like, oh, yeah. six, with, like, six garlic sauces and <laughs> oh, crush yeah. it by ourselves. And as bad as you think we felt, we felt... And we said, okay, mission accomplished. Let's do it again next week. Like, yeah, and we eat uh, dinner like two hours later. Like yeah. that was just a snack. That's just a we were just pre-game like, this snack. It's just what we do. And we knew how disgusting it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was definitely dirty bulking, that's for sure. Um, so, man, it's, it's – now I, I've gotten more into it, uh, and this is probably the most consistent I've worked out in the last, like, two months, um, over the last two months. And it's been – it's taken me – probably since I opened, which is almost five years. So 
Wow. I started doing the fluctuation, getting fat and getting skinny, getting fat, getting skinny, whatever. Uh, last year was the worst, and I hit uh, 225. And nice. uh, for those who don't know me, I'm 5'10", barely 5'10". And I was 225, and it was not muscle. Um, okay. My stomach to for the fair, first time in my this life. This dude has tree trunk legs. He's yeah. thick. <laughs> he's thick. And he's being pretty freaking modest right now. So just disregard that stupid comment. No, no, no. I'm serious. Like, you can ask Renee. Ask you Renee. Are not, like you are not a natural, like, 225 on a normal. If I was 5'10", that's one inch taller than me, and I was 225, I would look like Jabba the Hutt. There is a difference, <laughs> my man. There is a distinct yes. difference yes. between your, your genetics there, for sure. and my genetics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, I mean, I didn't look. There's a lot of people that did, did just thought I looked big, but – because I do, yes, I am blessed in the genetic side of the world when it comes to where my fat goes. It kind of goes everywhere. So I don't look like I don't get a big belly or anything. I just I just kind of look like I got swollen all over, like I got stung by a bee, kind of in every air, uh, like <laughs> spot possible. Um, but it was bad, dude. And I just that's the first time that I like really had an issue. You don't feel like it either. No, I felt like garbage. I, yeah. I, just, I was like, I need to. All right, it was, I got into that. All right, I'm going to restart on Monday. I'm going I'm to start on this next Monday. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to work out more consistent. And it was just work would get in the way. Light. I mean, I got to be a husband too. I got to be a father, you know, and it's like it's very easy to do when, you know, when you got very real. It's not They're not excuses. Like my children aren't excuses to not work out. They're like, ah, if I go – sometimes it's like if I go work out, I'm not going to see them today. Like I'm going to work, and then I'm going to go work out, and then they'll be in bed by the time I get home. And that was right. garbage. I wasn't going to do that. It's hard, man, because like, where, where is the balance, right? And so there's, it's, it's easy to say, like you're saying as well, like, oh, does family get in the way or kids get in the way? Do you want to be the guy who's like, oh, let's go eat out here? And you're like, well, I'm really trying to eat clean, and I don't really think I can there. Yeah. And so, like, that's a tough <laughs> no, one, too. That's def- I can't no, it's be hard, man, because like I said, like, I'm like the feast or famine guy. So when I – last year, last spring, I really wanted to get into really good shape. And Steve Weatherford, who was the uh, – he was a punter in the NFL uh, for the New York Giants. He won the two Super Bowls with the Giants. And he was men's health, like NFL's fittest man. And he had a program, the Metabolic Reset, where you had to put in, like, your height, your weight, your body type, you know, what you were looking for. And he gave you out, like, a full diet plan. And it's an aggressive one. I mean, like, you are – what like, it, it's fully on, like, macronutrients. You are very mm-hmm. structured as far as what you're going to eat – um, and you have to, you know, very much in unison with a workout plan and it's hard for 30 days to basically go like the only sugars you could have was with like very few fruits or like sweet potatoes, like naturally occurring fruits within healthy foods was all you could do for sugars. The only thing I'm drinking is like black coffee and water. I dropped like 30 pounds in 30 days and it was incredible. And during that time you get addicted to it. But you can get addicted to it in a negative way as well because after that point, it got to, like, there was a certain time where I was like, I don't want to even just, like, go out to a regular restaurant because I'm like, "Ah, I don't want to. Like, it's going to be off, like, my normal diet. And I got, like, obsessed with what I was eating. Like, I want to eat exactly the exact amount of carbs and fats and protein that I need based off of how I worked out today. And, like – it's such a balance, man, that is so hard when you're just a normal working dad or husband and, like, you have 
all these other obligations. But at the same time, it's like I haven't been able to morph that into my normal routine and be like, hey, this is the balance. I'll just fall off one day and I'll be like, screw it. I just blew it all up. I'm done. Now I'm just going to eat whatever I want and be like, <clears throat> right. It, it's hard, man. Like I am. And maybe it's like at times I'm incredibly disciplined. And then as soon as as soon as I lose that. I just become incredibly undisciplined and it's like, it's weird. Yeah. So I think you've got to, um, so I would do that too. And I would get to the point where it's like, all right. The, at one point I was like, I'm going to eat really clean and I'm not going to eat. I'm going to control my portions because I can eat a lot. And so I was like, you know, a normal meal. Like I never went to a fast food restaurant and got one like meal deal. I always got two. No. Because I could eat, you know, I go to talk. I'm the guy that goes to Taco Bell, and it cost me twenty five dollars to eat lunch there, <laughs> which is impressive because that's a pretty cheap food. But I've got like you know nine tacos lined up, and I'm, that's just a normal meal. Well, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I gotta stop doing that. I'm gonna eat a normal, you know, just a normal size. But then I kind of went overboard, and I didn't eat enough. And then I was trying to lift, and then that's hard too. Maybe man. That's run a good point. or something, and I'm not giving my body enough food. To, and we're all different, right? But I'm not giving my body enough food to repair. So then you you basically you're over you fall into overtraining really fast because your body can't recover. So then you just feel like garbage. And I mean, I felt so drained, no energy, can't you know? Your body goes into like starvation mode if you don't give it enough. Yeah. And then it actually starts exactly. holding on to more calories, which is the opposite of what you're trying to do. It's storing fat. Right. So that's where that's that's where then I'm like, all right, screw that. I feel like garbage. I'm not gonna do that anymore. So then I'd eat like crap. But then I wasn't working out. So one, and then I would start to work out again. And I did notice I would always be a little bit more motivated if I was going somewhere because I'm a competitive person. So if I was going somewhere where a bunch of my friends who are dudes and we're gonna go to the beach or we have a trip planned for this or that, whether it's through my company or through um, whatever then I would be a little more motivated, right, to, like, try to get in better shape because I want to look better than they do because we all make fun of each other constantly. So Amen. That's just it's our it love is. language. Right. So we that would help a little bit, but I think one of the biggest things that helped, it's helping me uh, now, and I'm not, again, I'm not, figure, I haven't, like, figured it out, but it's it's, this has probably been, like, back before so even before when i before the business and stuff time management's definitely a problem you have to make time right like mm -hmm. you're never gonna have time legitimately so you got to make time so you got to get with your wife you know my advice is get to get with your wife you know talk about it like you know believe it or not most women do want their husbands to look or be in some semi-decent shape um the dad bod thing's a myth the dad bod is in bro no, it's not. It's garbage. And, and I'm not saying, look, you don't have to be like some freaky. I mean, I just looked up what, pictures of that's, that Weatherford dude. <clears throat> you don't have to look like that, man. You don't have like, you're not, I'm not talking about like, no, that was not like the goal, freaking but physique he's... bodybuilder, but it's your yeah. wife don't want you to come on. That's gross. Well, flexibility is definitely something that I've realized has been key because if you, if you go through these programs, like initially when I was like, okay, I'm going to go through this program. And this program says you need to do this, you need to eat this, you need to work out like this. And 
what happens is life gets in the way and if you fall off of right. that if you fall off of that regiment it's easy to get down on yourself and just to you know just be like okay forget it. i got to start over new again but like you got to realize like you have there has to be flexibility in that and you have to understand that like even when you have days where you go and eat whatever or you know like you know cheat days are built into most diets like i get that but like ultimately like i i think it was more of just like a regimented thing to where like if i fell off my schedule that's what would get me more frustrated than anything else i'd be like yeah. no i was supposed to do this workout today and i couldn't and that would piss me off and then i would just like get down on myself and like i didn't quite have like i don't know i was like i wasn't resilient enough to just be like bro it's not that big a deal get on right. it tomorrow get on it tomorrow and you're good like i would just be like i would just get so negative about it and get down on myself and then like i don't know man it's hard so i think some of the things that that has helped me one is and then i tell people too is you got to have realistic realistic expectations when you start so like slowly build it up, right? And I think one of the worst things, I've had some friends do it. I have other people that I've, you know, talked with or gotten to know. Um, and they are like, they haven't lifted weights. They haven't worked out. They haven't ran. And they haven't done that in like five years. And they're like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna start working out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm like, awesome. You know, what are you doing? So what's the plan? Like I'm going to run five miles a day every day for six months. I'm going to eat <laughs> no carbs. And no sugar ever. Uh, and I'm going to lift seven days a week and then on twice on Sundays. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you haven't done any of this in five years. Are you sure you want to do that? Like, that's a lot. Good. Like, you're, May the odds be ever in your favor. Right. And you're going to fail. So they don't do it in the first week. They fail. They get frustrated. They feel like crap. They're yeah. frustrated with themselves. And then, they just, and then nothing happens, right? So realistic expectations for one, just work your way in. I mean, that's a health reason, too. Don't get yourself hurt. And then also, like you said, you can't get down just because you make, you know, one day it just something happens and it's a legitimate, like, you just didn't have time. So you can do one of two things. You can either tell yourself over and over, I'm just going to do the same workout I'm supposed to do tomorrow, and then just gets pushed a day, no big deal. And then if you know you can't lift, you got to work on your, like, don't let your diet go to garbage. Like, at the worst, so then you can, that's Doubling a win, down. Right? Yeah. yeah, so it's a win that day. You're like, all right, I couldn't work out that day, but I didn't eat garbage. I still ate. I stuck to my diet. I, I ate clean. I didn't eat a bunch of candy or whatever. I didn't drink any beer. Like I'm, just, you could be a little more strict that day on your diet, and then just kind of focus on that as a win, so you don't feel like, all right, screw it all. I'm just gonna go eat six pounds of ice cream. And then the other thing is, um, <clears throat> you can either so you can do that, or you can go in and. Like, go for a walk. Like, do 100 push-ups. Do something that night. Before you go to bed, do some kind of whatever body weight exercise that you can do if that's going to help you mentally think, like, all right, today wasn't a, a loss. I did work out. I did something physical. And I think that will help a ton with people just trying to not at least keep from having that, like, you know, screw it mentality. I've already screwed it up. I'll start next month. Yeah, it's hard, man. It's definitely like if you're if you're a perfectionist or you're a little OCD about stuff, that's the hardest yeah. thing to overcome. But it's funny when I talk about this. So like last last year when I started this, or maybe it was two springs ago, when I did this, I had my sister do it with me. And 
my sister growing up had always kind of struggled with her weight. And so I was like, hey, do you want to do this with me? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And she was very, um, you know, like she was all on board with the diet and stuff, but she, she was a little apprehensive about like, you know, what she could do as far as the workouts go and stuff. And it's funny because I, in my own mind, could rationalize to her like, hey, look, this is like a life change, right? Like this is not right. going to be a 30-day fix. Like, you know, you got to do this for like a year, a year and a half, like even more. Like you got to continue to do it. Well, two years later, she's lost over 100 pounds. And she's That's smaller. Insane. Yeah, and she's smaller than I am. But I somehow can't heed my own advice because I'm still <laughs> just this. And, and and part of it, too, is that, like, I've had the ability to – I can put on weight pretty quick, but I can lose rate, like weight yeah. really quick. That's part of the problem. At 34 sure. years old, I'm realizing that I can put on weight a lot faster than I can now lose it. And <laughs> yeah. that ratio is way off than what it used to be. And so I'm like – I'm sitting here like, hey, I'm at a crucial point in time right now where I'm either going to need to start buying a whole new wardrobe or I need to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, I got to get up and like rein it in. Yeah, so um, that that's just – I mean, that's really where it's at. <laughs> so <laughs> I think you've got uh, – yeah, no, I think you've got a great point with, with the – Definitely, I think it catches all up with all of us at the age. Like, I'm, I'm the same way. I can't eat quite like I used to. Um, and then, you know, then the challenge, too, and I've, I've explained to people, and I'm going through it right now. So, like I said, this is the most – so, like, last week was the first time I lifted. I was supposed to lift four days a week doing my little plan that I've, I've always done for, like, the last 10 years. It's the first week probably in three – I would say two to three years that I've actually worked out all four days and didn't miss a day, didn't screw it up. But what happens is because I do lift and I love li – I'm a meathead through and through. I love lifting heavy. I like trying to get stronger. Because I'm lifting heavy for these four days and I've been – this is this last six weeks I've been really consistent. So I've worked out at least three days a week and then this finally got my act together and got my fourth one in this week. I've been doing that for six weeks. My appetite – is through the roof now because I'm lifting heavy. I've stayed consistent. Like I need more food and I've been trying to take a protein shake at night to try to like all the bad stuff though, dude. And then it gets hard because I'm like, man, I could crush <sighs> like three dinners right now. Let's like, order a pizza, baby. You gotta, yeah. It's like, <laughs> screw it. I'll just, <laughs> I want a snack. I'm going to order a large cheese pizza, <laughs> extra right. butter sauce. Like that's not, that's a part of it too. Cause especially if you're, if you're overweight and you're trying to cut down how much you eat, you want to work out, you want to build that muscle, you want to do all that good stuff and run. But what happens when you do that is your appetite and your hunger will go up and you have to, you got to make sure that you got to find that balance, which is very difficult, like very, very difficult to do. I don't care who you are. I know I've met and known professional bodybuilders. I know like that's their, that is what they do is diet and exercise. And trying to stay like lean and not feed your body too much food while also lifting really heavy and working out really hard, whether you're in CrossFit, it doesn't matter. You got to fuel your body. And so finding that fine, fine line is insanely hard. And it's, it's funny because that's what most people do. They try to find that perfect line where it's like, well, I don't want to gain any weight, but I'm going to give my, my body exactly how much food I need to work out. Uh, 
really, really hard, and then I'm going to get it. I'm going to have, but I'm going to have to eat the perfect food. I'm going to eat the perfect amount and everything else. It's like, dude, professional athletes can't do that. No, it's not going to work. Professional bodybuilders can't figure that out. Professional CrossFit athletes can't figure that out. Like, you're Joe Schmo. Those dudes are professional athletes. Like, well, as, who do you as an average, be better? as an average person too, like you can't for your own mental, like for your own psyche, you can't deprive yourself of just all the goodness that no. food has to offer because you will fail in your diet time and time again if you try to do that. If you try to say, "I'm not eating a carb," "I'm not going to eat sugar ever," <laughs> yeah. like, bro, congratulate, like you will fail ten times out of ten. And if you like, if you do if you accomplish that, you're gonna, your life sucks. Like, yeah, if you do the great, point? you better be like an Instagram or like, like influencer or the next yeah, like, get winner your, of get your the Arnold IG model. Yeah. Or the next winner of the Arnold classic. Otherwise, like, what is the point? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I mean, you want to feel good, but you know, it's gotta be worth it, man. So I, and I don't think that's necessarily worth it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just thought, I thought about it. It was something that was bugging on me because like I said, Man, my clothes are just a little too tight right now for my liking. So, I need to get on it. I need to, I need to put my money where my mouth is, and put my fat ass on the road and run some miles right now. So I would say I, I think something else that because this man I get fired up when I start talking about this stuff. So I think one huge thing that and I don't remember who told me or where I read this or what this was a long time ago. But one of the things that I think it was like a poll or something. Um, one of the determining factors of like staying on a system or just being more consistent throughout the year is you got to figure out your why you got to figure out and have a why it cannot be if your why is solely based on your aesthetics all it is is like oh i want that i want to have a six pack like i just want to look good in a swimsuit you it's not going to work because eventually winter's going to come your ass is yeah, in the swimsuit because it's cold it's, yeah. you know, you get to the point where you're, you get comfortable or you're like, my kids aren't, you start rationalizing it. You're like, my kids are going to love me whether I, doesn't matter how many ab, abs I have. Like my wife's still going to love me. My wife already I'm, married me. She's stuck yeah, with my she's stuck ass. with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like <clears throat> also a terrible attitude to have, uh, but, um, you got to have it where, so you, if you could change it to where, like, I remember I started thinking about like a couple of my wives is it's never been. Other than when I actually did bodybuilding, because I was gonna have to get in a very small bikini and stand in front of a whole bunch of people. I remember that's the only time I was like, "Dear it was God, a I, it was a beautiful thing." You're, <laughs> you're welcome. So, <laughs> that's the only time where I was like, "Dear God, I gotta, I gotta look good because this is, this is coming. I've already, I've committed." So, other than that, though, then it's, the rest of it's, I want to look good for my wife. I'm competitive. I don't. I don't want to go to the gym or go to the beach or something, and then stand there next to a bunch of dudes and my and have my wife, even though she's not near as shallow as I am, in my own mind. But she's not looking at everybody. But it's like I want to stand next to dudes and her be like, "Yeah, that's my husband." Yep, the old yep. dude looks better than all the young dudes. That's my damn husband. Like that's what I want. And I don't know if she does that or not, but in my mind, she does. So that helps. But then also, dude, I got little kids, man. I don't want to die when I'm 50 because I'm of a heart attack. Like my, my family's got blood pressure problems, cholesterol sure. problems. It's like, if you can make it about your family, you can make it about your health and how you feel. I mean, if there's all kinds of studies, it helps prevent cancer. It helps prevent, um, diabetes, obviously 
inf uh, inflammation in your joints. It can help with, it can actually help with joint pain, which I think is a huge myth when I was doing some research on this. And I've, I've sat through a, uh, a seminar about like, a, there's a nonprofit called red, white, and blue. And they're like, that's their big thing is getting veterans to work out again. And, and cause a lot of veterans, when you get out of the army or out of the military period, you're no longer being forced to work out. So a lot of guys have this mentality that they don't want to work out anymore. Oh dude, they just lose it. They lose yeah, it fast and, it's, it's, and heavy. It's terrible. And it's, it's a joke. I mean, it's, it's so rampant that it's a huge joke in the veteran community about like, you know, people say dead dad bods i've seen memes and stuff of vet bods where it's just like a big old fat dude and it's like yeah i used to be <laughs> i was in the infantry <laughs> once a woolly mammoth <laughs> yeah dude and it's like this huge gut and stuff and it's like uh, yeah you used to be but you ain't now um that's a good point man honestly trying to really bring it home as, as to like the importance of it for your own health for your for your future yeah for your family like understanding that like this means more than just the aesthetics of how you look this means like like mentally how you feel it's undeniable that when you are in better shape you feel better your mental health is better your attitude Absolutely. is better you wake up in a better mood when you are you in sleep better better. shape you sleep better and when you're eating better, your immune system is better. But just your all-around mentality, your attitude, just everything. Like when you get down that rabbit hole and like – and it's it's easy to get down there of like being in bad health. It just like negativity can just kind of like suck in with it. Absolutely. And then well, it all it, comes I mean, down to just feeling bad about yourself. It affects – I mean it, it affects so many things in life for better or for worse. So you're either, I mean, there's, there's, so like when I, so I, me personally, right. So one of the reasons that when I was a kid, I hated, I was a really small kid and I didn't like being small. My dad's a big dude. He's a solid dude. Oh, um, yes, he is. I wanted to be like my dad. Right. And so my, my friends were huge growing up in, in high school, like two or three of them were linemen, offensive linemen, defensive linemen, like they were big boys. So I hated being the small kid. So I started, I worked out a ton body didn't really it didn't really um cooperate with me until i got to college it finally started like reacting when i actually lifted weights um so then it became much easier then i started looking a lot like my dad and now we are we're identical i mean we build our builds are exactly the same but um man the biggest reason for me when i stuck with it in college was it was i, I have battled depression my whole life or most of my life so and it really took hold. I went to Oklahoma State. I didn't nobody. I didn't know anyone at the time, and that was an issue. And I felt so much better. It was such a stress reliever. It was such a an outlet for me to go out and just go work out and lift really heavy, and then physically just you know destroy yourself where you you just you're so tired you can barely walk back to the car after the workout. And that made me feel so much better. It took a lot of weight off my shoulders. I didn't feel as stressed. I wasn't, it helped, it really helped me battle depression. It always has, it's always been an outlet of mine. And I think, you know, that's an important aspect of it. People for people kind of lose sight of that because they make it so much about what they look like that they kind of forget that it's, that's, that's a small piece of the pie, man. The rest of it is how you feel. It helps your sleep. It helps your brain. I mean, it helps everything. And again, it, you know, I get people that are like, well, 
I'm not going to be able to lift as much as you, or I'm not going to block. Like, who gives a damn? It doesn't, Stop doesn't comparing matter, yourself man. to everybody. Just yeah, be healthy. Like, just be healthy. Make just your own be goals. Able to run a little bit. Yeah. Make your own goals and and just try to achieve something. And ultimately, if you're doing something, you're going to feel better and you're going to feel good. And as long as, like you said, like you find the whys behind doing it, like that's going to make it more lasting. It's not going to be a fleeting. I need right. to get in shape for this vacation. Like find the whys, like truly understand why it's important to you. And like that, that's going to be lasting as to why that's a lifestyle change. Not just a, not just a fad. Yeah. Focus on that. Focus on the why. And then you get a year or two in like your sister is. And then you, you know, you want to go a little bit harder. You want to get a little more strict because you are going to have a vacation. Sure. That's natural, man. We're all human. That's cool. Oh yeah. But it doesn't, that's not the big picture, right? That's just a small piece of like, Hey, I want to see if I can get like, we went, we would deploy and some of the guys, they, they we had competitions. They decided cause I was in first battalion. So we're by the beach. And so when we got home, it was going to be summer and there's a lot of little colleges there. So a bunch of these dudes are single. And so they're like, Hey, we're going to have a competition who can get the leanest by the end of the deployment. And, you know, some of these kids are pretty young. They don't really understand how diet works. I'd already done, like, two bodybuilding competitions, so I was like, yeah, sure, let's do that. I'll, I'll, I want to do it. <laughs> I'll embarrass you. So, let's, let's yeah, do it. that's fine. I didn't say it. And then, like, we got to the end. They're like, good God, Barbara, what the hell, man? And I'm like, why? what's up? And they're like, what did you do? How did you what? – huh? I stopped what? drinking rippets all day, you yeah. freaks. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, I, you know, I, believe it or not, I kind of know what I'm doing a little bit when it comes to uh. this, so – yeah, that's the thing, man. The biggest thing is why don't feel bad. Don't worry about it. Ask people. Ask for advice. I always tell people, too, I'm a meathead, man, and I, I know I am. And I guarantee meathead, most meatheads are really, really nice, and they are super motivated to help other people in the gym with whatever it is. 95% of them. There's also douchebags. I know. If you see them flexing in the mirror and then taking pictures of themselves in the mirror, stay away from those dudes. Don't go talk to them. No. <laughs> if it's a, if it's an IG model wannabe, forget that guy. Go to somebody else. Ask them with earnest, like, hey, can you, can you spot me? Can you – I don't know how to do this machine. I don't know how to do this. Can you help me? Am I doing it right? Am my form right? Like, most dudes, man, they're not going to bother you unless you're going to do something that's going to hurt yourself. But other than that, like if you, I've never, I've, I used to do that all the time in college. There's a couple huge dudes, and I would just go, I'm like, hey, can you spot me? Can can you show me? You know, I want to get this stronger, and I can't do it. Blah, Bro, blah, so. they were on roids, man. Are you talking about? Well, the yeah, bulldog? they were. But they were still the nice. Bulldog? Yeah, yeah, dude. The bulldog, man. The this bulldog. Dude, this dude. Freaking. There yes. was no. There was no ending of his head to his shoulders. His <laughs> nah, neck was, didn't exist. This was a college his skin kid. Was like purple. His, yeah, the college kid, he was purple. He looked like he was 45. He's like, yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. 22 years old. <laughs> like, get like, out oh, of here, God. dude. Like, oh, my gosh. He's, yeah. I mean, rest his soul, I can only assume. But anyway. Yeah, exactly. No, but he was nice dude, man. I mean, if I had, I went up to him before, I'm like, I, there's nobody around. Like, hey, can you spot me? He's like, sure, dude. Like, he wasn't like, get away from me, little guy. So Yeah, no, I think it's been, yeah. I mean, those are great points. And it, it it's definitely stuff that. I feel like I know the answers to it. It's just a matter of having the discipline to to get there. So Yeah. There it is. Oh, That's yeah. what it all comes down to is just having the self-discipline. Self-discipline, find your why. freaking military focused. veterans, you should probably have it, right? But, man, I'm eh, out. I'm a nasty kinda. civilian. It's hard. So, 
Now we're going to move on to uh, segment two. I'm excited about this. Are you ready for this, Steve? Oh, I'm ready. All right, I've here we go. Preparing let's, this all let's, week. let's get into segment two, Steve O special. Here we go. All right, so now, the, as I said, we teased in before the intricacies of cleaning the backside. So, or the, I think I said back door. You said what back I'm door. talking about is wiping your ass. Okay? <laughs> so, let's not beat around the bush uh, unless there is one there. So, we've got to keep everything as clean as we can. So, this came up because... I was sitting down and I was listening to some people talking. Uh, I wasn't sitting on the toilet yet, but I was, there was this conversation and it, and it came up and the guy asked, he asked me. Wait, 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 it, time out, time out. You said you, you weren't on the toilet. You were listening to a discussion. What, what mm-hmm. was, what's the setting of this where this guy asked you this? What is the setting uh, of this I believe I was in the army and I believe we were killing time. We were waiting, I think, to jump. Out okay. of an airplane. Okay, fair enough. Um, and for those of you who don't know, when that's not fun at all when you're doing it through the army. So you're sitting in like a, a like a harness and you got to sit there for like eight hours a day. It wasn't it wasn't like overseas. It was just like your training jump. So we're just sitting there talking about random stuff. So, a dude asked me, he's like, "Hey, how do you wipe your your butt?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "How do you wipe your butt?" And I was like. I don't like with toilet paper. What are you talking? I don't understand the question. <laughs> and so he's like, no, do you go from like, do you like reach around the back? Or do you go like down between your legs? And I was like, what the hell? No, I go. What kind of I, question is that? I know. I, well, what do you come from the back? Yeah. You so go, I'm like, you go from well, the back to your balls. Is that what he was yeah. insinuating? Yeah. Like you go. So you reach around, you do the tilt, reach around the back, wipe from forward to backward to clean your butt. And that's how I do it. I kind of assume that's how all humans do it because um, that seems like the most logical to me. But he is a f- reach in between his legs and down past his balls and then, like, pushes it from his sack or scrotum backwards <laughs> with his toilet paper, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But people do it. <laughs> so that got me thinking. So I did some more research. And have a link, too, and I'll have to put it on, like, Instagram or something. But I'll put it on our Facebook thing page, too. <clears throat> but it's in, by Men's Health. And it had a question of people standing versus sitting. <laughs> this blew my mind Wiping. even more than, like, Wait, how to wipe. You're saying it was standing up while they wipe versus sitting correct. down while they wipe? Correct, sir. So... They do a study. So standing up and just pressing their butt cheeks together, smushing it all in. Right. I don't understand wiping. how that works. So I do. <laughs> I do. So I'm sitting here. All right. Just get. Just give me like a like a fun guess because you don't. You haven't seen this. So give me a guess on how many they asked. Three thousand. They had three thousand votes on this men's health poll. On the internet, <clears throat> give me a. Just a guess on how the percentage of people who stand up while they wipe. 10%. Negative, sir. It is 35%. What is the, what is the threshold of angle that they're talking about? 
because you have to stand up a little bit to get off the toilet seat. So like what? No, what you, are we well, what you are don't we have to stand up about? at all. I don't know why you're standing at all, you weirdo. You you can just what, tilt right? over. You just do the lean. Like you lean over onto one leg, that on one cheek. That is essentially that is essentially standing up, but your torso is still just leaning down. You're just putting your head down. No, I, I don't. What do you my mean? No, not go yes. down. No, That's, look at me. I just you do this. You just lean onto one butt cheek. Pick one cheek off the off the toilet. The other cheeks stay on. I'm not standing at all. Uh, and my crazy. head's not going down. I don't need to, like, put my head in the toilet. So, say, <clears> you, could just, you could just, like, lift the cheeks a little bit. You could. You're not really standing up at that point. No, these, these people are standing. And they might. some of them might be going. I'm sure there's different angles. It doesn't get super in. It does get kind of in-depth, actually, which was a fantastic read. Uh, so, we – one guy said uh, – he just knows no other way, right? So, like, most of them are like, this is all the way I've always done it. Uh, I don't really call being taught this way. In fact, I think my mom was pretty surprised when the conversation came up with my family a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was one quote that was money. <laughs> oh, my God. And then my favorite one, my favorite quote of the whole thing of standing, right, is it's not like I don't spread my cheeks. I do, one said. Sometimes when I need extra leverage, I'll plant one foot on the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, so pissing, you, he's like pissing like a dog. Just like leg up. <laughs> yeah, so he's got his leg up, like propped all the way up on the oh. toilet. I don't know why you need that much leverage for for one and two. Yeah, I don't know. It blew my freaking mind. So. I know you're out there. There, you know, we haven't had a lot of people listen to this thing, and we'll probably have a lot less after this segment. But we, I know someone is listening to this episode, and they're like, "Yeah, of course I stand." So if you stand, I want you to send me an email and explain why the hell you do that, because something is wrong with you. And then also, so this got me like a whole like I'm in the rabbit hole now. I can't get out. So. Then there was another one where the, the, the between the leg thing just still killed me. So then there's like a lot of people actually go between their legs and go from forwards to backwards. And so I'm actually talking about this with a group of people last night. Uh, we mentioned I mentioned it, and then the flexibility out, to do that. You like that's like you got to be like a contortionist at that point. Dude, through yeah. the middle of your legs, front to back. Yeah, you got to go over your ball. So I, that what doesn't make any sense to me is like I don't want crap all over my balls. So that doesn't really make – that just seems like such an annoying way to do it. Well, lo and behold, there's like eight dudes sitting at this table or six. How many was there? Four, five, five, six people. So six dudes, one of us, one of them, it's not me, does reach between his legs. And – we we I attacked him, so I had to I had to know why. <laughs> so he he did confirm that he has to you have to hold your balls with one hand and like move them out of the way so that you can scoop the crap out of your ass and not get it on your balls or anything, which was no, just too much work, man. Too much work, right? It doesn't that just seems so inefficient. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Uh, then there's also he did say we kind of asked him how he got into it, so he basically. He had a cyst that had to be removed off his tailbone. So because he had surgery and staples and all this stuff, he could not. That's how he used to do it was from, like, front to back. He would just reach around front to back, whatever, like a human does it and not a <laughs> alien. And so he 
he goes in and but because he had stitches and all that he he went there and he had to do it like that and he just got used to it so now he just still does it which is not an excuse but then also as i'm reading into this article then i found another article and another article about it just this crazy world of people wiping their asses just crazy ways um turns out there are some people so when you wipe do you personally wipe only if you're comfortable enough answering this do you wipe until there's no more poop? I usually, yeah, if I don't, like, okay, first of all, let me, let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start off like this. When you first told me this is what you wanted to talk about, the, the first thing that came to my mind, do you ever watch Parks and Rec? I have, but not often. Okay, you know Chris Pratt's character, Andy Dwyer, in that? Yes. So there's a scene where he's at the doctor's, and he goes – at the doctor's, he goes, sometimes when I wipe, I'll wipe, and 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 there's still poop. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and I have unfortunately been so familiar with that. There are certain times when I will just, like, there's, there's times where I'm like, I'm done wiping. I'm going to take a shower. Like, that's just where it's at. <laughs> that's just where it's at in the situation. Yeah, but, but yeah sometimes you, there's not a shower always next to you. <laughs> but uh, to answer your question, I started, like, literally, I bought dude wipes. And I started, yes. like, literally bringing dude wipes with me to ensure that I could actually leave a bathroom situation. So that's how we're going to end. So don't ruin it. But we are. All right, fine. I, I didn't know you were going to say that. But to answer your question, yes, I do stop. And this, that, that is how. Okay, so that's insane. That's gross too. So we, it, it did have a like a thing on the website, or it's one of the stories. There's actual people who just have like a certain number of wipes. Like they just have a preset number. Whether it's, <laughs> if it's clean or not, they're done. Which I, I don't know how you do that. Like how do you get away? How in the world do you walk? Surely you're not like at work. No, dude. That's, like how do you just like slide around? I'm sorry, to my parents. Just, who listen to this. Cheeks are just gliding back and forth, smearing it everywhere. That's oh, yeah. crazy. I'm, I'm sorry to my parents who listen to this, but there's sometimes <laughs> there's sometimes where I know that I didn't get quite enough wipes because it was be there's just like a crazy itch, and yep. you're like you're like <laughs> it's just there's just a crazy itch. I need to go wipe, and then you go yep. and you're like, whoa, I did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> that was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what that's when I started investing in other uh products to help me out. So 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 it absolutely like that blew my mind and then the other thing that cr just crazy to me is some people don't look at their wife. <laughs> so it's like they're afraid to inspect it. Right? Like these are actual people. Like these were polls that were like people actually filling these out, like how they do it. And it was some people just don't look. They just wipe. There's a set amount of time they just wipe a bunch, and then they just. I are don't they know. asking I don't know like? You... Are they asking seven year olds in this poll? Like who no, are they these asking? are grown ass men. No, these are men, Golly. not children. Men. Which wow. I mean, I don't know. In this day and age, it almost doesn't surprise me. We got a lot of grown boys out here, out there. But uh, I, don't, I don't know about you, but the the amount of bowel movements and the quality of them can really make or break my day. So if I have like a one wiper, I mean, I don't really oh. care what happened that day. Like I'm on cloud nine. Yeah. Champion. It's a like, flawless victory. Like I hear the, the mortal combat dude just <laughs> scream out like flawless victory. 
if it's a one wiper, it's health. That's first of all, healthline.com says that as a broad rule, pooping from anywhere from three times a day to three times a week is normal. Does that not seem like an aggressive difference? That's three very, times, that's a vast three times a day. I'm going to be like, wow, I need to eat a little more solid food. Three yeah, times something's a week, going wrong. Three times a week, I'm like, yo, something's wrong. That's not enough. So you can go from normal is three to 21 times a week. This says that, three to three times, three times a week. That's you insane. Gotta like that, how do you got to be on like a cheese a diet. <laughs> If Jeez you're from Wisconsin and you That's heard it. this podcast, <laughs> could you please let us know if you indeed crap three times a week? Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. It's just mind blowing to me. I, you, when rest, when you think like there's, like there's only one way to do it, right? There's no way we can't mess it up. It's just we're all we've been alive. The humans have been around forever, and then you, you Google something like that, and then all of a sudden there's just this insane, insane world of. Ah, blind, just mind-blowing stuff comes out. It's crazy. To bring so, it all full circle, it's another reason that I need to eat better. Because when I eat better and work out, I tend to have those really clean one-white poops. Okay, and you know what else will help And I'll tell that. you what, I can have the worst day in the world, but if I end it with a one-white poop, I'm on, that's it. <laughs> I'm good. Go to bed feeling good. I'm a champion. <laughs> Ready for tomorrow. <laughs> so, I think... Uh, I don't know if this helps you, but it definitely helps me, and it help. I think it'll help a lot. I think it's supposed to help is multivitamins. So normally, if you take like a one a day like multivitamin deal, um, that's supposed to kind of like help regulate everything and kind of get you a little more regular, makes you a little more efficient. Um, and then the, I think so. You said dude wipes, man. So the I think the last like I think the army is what really truly helped me fall in love with baby wipes because fact they're insane like I, I don't know how or why i wiped my ass without using baby wipes before um but when you i was in ranger school and i also had some pretty terrible i actually had to wipe my ass one time and because i did ranger school in the winter um knocked you out didn't it knock you most out of people most people think that you that baby wipes can't freeze because it's got sometimes it's got like the alcohol like that stuff they can freeze and they do not feel good when you wipe your ass with a frozen oh. baby wipe. Um, that feels as bad as it sounds. But, uh, dude, there's no way. I mean, you can take a bath. Like, you can take a bath with the baby wipe. You can do whatever you got to do. If you're hiking, if you're camping out, like, man, they can be lifesavers. Um, you can get some pretty serious skin infections. But then, um, but man, you're, not, you're just not clean. Like, so I, I didn't want to leave the segment without just some wise – deep deep wisdom to give to the um the seven or eight listeners that we have so um, four of which are our parents as we're now four to gonna, as we're not actually gonna all teach seven them, is probably our family yeah as we're not going to teach them as they wiped our butts how to wipe their butts right. now in old age and they'll probably stop listening after this anyway so you definitely start with the bulk gotta get the bulk <laughs> mess out of the way with <laughs> with toilet paper <laughs> This is, then, I didn't know this was going to be a real breakdown. Okay, step oh, one. Oh, I'm dead serious. Step I'm, one, take a dry. Dry toilet paper. Dry toilet paper, okay. Get the bulk out of the way because we all know that's going to take a couple wipes, right? We got to get 
there's poop there. Unless know, you get lucky, we know it's what a flawless kind of victory. We're talking about right now. It's going to require the bowl. If you hit a flawless victory, freaking just walk out of the bathroom with your pants down. You're a champion. I wouldn't even put my pull my pants up. It'd be done. Um, then go to baby wipes because nothing is going to clean your your ass and or hole near as much or as good as a baby wipe will. And there's some people who don't believe me. If you don't believe me, wipe your butt until you're compl- you're done and you're like, all right, everything's clean. Then use one baby wipe and you tell me what color your freaking baby wipe is. Because <laughs> it ain't going to be white. I guarantee you. <laughs> or just keep wiping until you just like are bleeding at that point. Yeah, because, until you're just – Because poop is still coming. Your arm is tired. Because Andy's just... wire has said, I wipe and I wipe, wipe. and I wipe <laughs> and still poop. <laughs> just save yourself the time. So then at the end though, this is crucial. This is the this is the pro tip right here. You everything's clean. You take one dry toilet paper wipe and you want to you want to dry out any of the mo- the excess moisture from the baby wipes. Cuz you don't want to walk around with a it's wet crucial. ass all day. That's crucial. That also causes itchiness or some problems later on. So you are welcome America. Yeah, I, for what is now now that we're all on the same page and how we are all now wiping our butts like an adult, which is tilting around over front to back. Get that shit out of there, pun intended. <laughs> Baby wipes dried off. Done. You're welcome. I don't see a, a better way that we could end the podcast right now. So with that, I want to say thank you all for joining us. We're uh, hope you come back next week, and we don't blame you if you don't after this. One. So <laughs> I do, because you're not going to find this kind of wisdom anywhere else. Uh, no one has yeah. the balls to do that. Have a great week. Hopefully, we uh, talk to you guys next week. And uh, yeah, take care. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.